Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. All right. So we're going to talk today about the DISC assessment, the D-I-S and the C. Okay, first I'm going to go through each one really, really quickly just so you can kind of get an idea of each one. Then we're going to go deeper on each one. So I know we've all heard people talk about the D-I-S-C or the DISC as it's referred to, and I'm sure there's a lot of misconceptions. So the first is the D. This is a person that operates. The D is primarily somebody who operates in a place of dominance. They like results, they're very direct, and they're very to-the-point type people. The I represents influence. It's a person that's typically enthusiastic, friendly, optimistic. It's kind of that life-of-the-party type, natural-born salesperson, they say. The C is your compliant person. They're very accurate. They love details. Uh, They're kind of perfectionist in a lot of ways. And then finally is the S, which is your steady, stable uh, patient, kind of a modest type of person. So those are the four, and I'm going to go into each one. Now, there are some cons- misconceptions when we talk about the DISC. A lot of people say, well, the DISC is personality. Actually, I used to teach. I taught this for Keller Williams for a lot of years, and I was taught by corporate consulting that does assessments, and they say that it's actually not personality I mean, it can be part of your personality. It can seem like your, your personality, but it's actually behavior. So when you think about DISC, it's really your behavior. It's how you show up because what they say is personality typically is kind of the way you are, but behavior you can modify. Does that make sense? So I want you to, I want you to think of it through that lens. The other misconception is that we're always one way and that we're only one way. Like, if I'm, like for instance, I am a DI meaning I lead first with my D, so I'm pretty direct and to the point. But I can definitely be an I. I show up, I smile, I can talk, I can have fun. If I want to be, I can go around, be the life of the party, if I choose to be. Does that, so, that, so that means I'm a D, but I lead, I, I lead with a D, and then I have an I. There's other people that would lead with an I, and they may have the D in the second place, meaning they're just a super, super people, people. They, can't, they just can't help 
talking to people. They love it. They just love it so much. And then, but they're also directing into the point, but the, the I always comes first. So meaning the relationship is going to come before the task, where if you lead with a D, a lot of times you're going to be focused on the task ahead of the relationship. And, and you know, I, I saw that myself in, in the beginning as a strength, but then I realized in some cases it can be a strength, and in, in other cases it can be a weakness. So remember that. I want you to remember that sometimes, in, in most cases, our strengths can also be our weaknesses if we are not aware of them. The other thing I want to say about uh, natural uh, versus adaptive. So we all have at least we. So that when you look at the disc, it's it's you, it's it's what what they say. It's either above line or below line. So when you do an actual disc assessment, and there's a lot of different ones out there. There's People Keys, um, Corporate Consulting has one. You can go on Tony Robbins' website and do a free one, but. It's kind of generic, but you can, a lot of people do that, that free one. I would encourage you to invest the 50 bucks in, like, people keys or something. Get a really, really accurate one. Uh, but there's natural and then there's adaptive. So when I talk to you about natural and adaptive, when you think about natural, I want you to think about, like, hey, when you're at home, no one else is around, you're just kind of chilling, you got your sweatpants on. You know, there's, you're, just, you're just being yourself, right? You, you know, your wife comes down, your husband comes down. Your kids, you're just being yourself, right? So that's your, your natural behavior. But then I want you to think of your adaptive now. When you show up at the office, you show up a different way, right? You have to. You have to adapt. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to my office now. Who am I going to be at the office? And I, and I get it. I get it. Yes, we want to be authentic and we want to be, you know, and, and it, this isn't a, an authentic, authenticity thing. It's, it's a practical thing. Like you show up at your office a certain way. You show up as a professional. Some people maybe would are, are a lot less aggressive, um, but then when they show up in certain roles, they have to be more aggressive. So that's what I'm referring to. I'm referring to natural and adaptive. So as I'm going through these, I kind of want you guys to think about this. And, okay, how, which one am I and which one am I not just, uh, uh, like, adaptive, like, like, I can show up in front of a room full of people, and people would say, oh, my gosh, you're a high I. But I'm really not. I, I'm, I'm really more of a D, and I also have a good amount of C. Right? I'm kind of analytical, but I know how to show up in different ways. So I want you to think about the D now. The D is the person who's kind of like – anybody ever see that movie? If you saw the movie, give me a mic flash, Full Metal Jacket. Remember that drill sergeant? I mean, he's like the epitome. Anybody, any mic flashes going here? I see a couple people. All right. Christina, yeah, that's like a classic movie. Yeah, f that that would be like the epitome of your high D, right? He's in your face. He's he's aggressive. He's he's take charge. He's direct, right? Um, that that's that's you know obviously that's that's uh, pretty pretty on the on the far scale, but that that would be a, a D. So they're very decisive. Their focus is always going to be on the bottom line. Okay. Um, and they're going to challenge the status quo. They do not like, <laughs> they don't, just don't love authority, right? They can be argumentative sometimes. They do not like routine. Ds do not like a lot of the routine. And a lot of times they're going to take on everything because they, they feel a lot of times like, hey, I can do that. I can do that. So they take on a lot of things, and yet, unfortunately, they don't finish <laughs> everything. And, he, and here's the greatest fear. And I'm going to go through all these, and I'm going to open it up. Here's the greatest fear for a D, being taken advantage of and wasting time. Like if, if a D even suspects you're trying to waste their time, man, or, or, 
or taking advantage of them, they, 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 they are not going to like you. And, and D's can be pretty aggressive. Okay. So I, years ago, I, when I got my real estate license, I, I was, I was pretty successful from the beginning because I got into real estate. I have a lot, I had a lot of experience before real estate cold calling. I've been on the phones for 36 years and I got into real estate 17 years ago and, and I was taught how to call four silver owners and expires. So every morning I was taught that at 8.30, you are on the phones and you're making calls until 11 o'clock. So that's what I was taught. So that's what I did. So I would be, you know, maybe I'd be on the phones at, and at 9 o'clock. I'd, I'd leave my office to go grab a coffee or, or maybe go to the restroom. And I'd pass somebody, you know, in the hallway. And they'd be like, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And I'd just keep going, right? And, and, and then people in my office would be like, man, this guy, Dave, you know, he's, he's really a jerk. Like, man, how come he never wants to stop and talk to me? And, 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 and then, you know, I started hearing things like that. And I'm like, I'm not a jerk. I'm just focused. Like, I'm focused on my task. I'm sorry I don't want to stop in the hallway and chit-chat. But I had to remember that other people, you know, for them, that was, that was how they operated. Like, they saw me in the hallway. They wanted to say hi. They want to find out how my morning was, how my weekend was. So we just operated in different realms, if that makes sense. I'm going to give you a D. I, I'm guessing a lot of you can probably guess one of the big high D's from the Breakfast with Champions Club. Anybody want to take a quick guess of a high D from the Breakfast with Champions Club? Besides me? Glenn, Amanda. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian Benstock, baby. Oh, yeah. uh, Brian, oh, Brian, yeah. Brian Benstock is probably the biggest high D I know from the Breakfast with Champions crew. So yeah, I don't know if Brian's here or not, but absolutely, Brian is a, is a high D. So I'm gonna jump to the I next. And again, I wanna save some time to open it up. Now, so I'm gonna go fairly quick, but I wanna hear your thoughts. And, and, and I'm gonna give you a little, a little trick too at the end. If somebody remind me, uh, Karen, remind me at the end to give you the little trick to kind of find out which one you are. All okay. right, so here, here's your high I, okay? Think of a celebrity who's a high I. I would say The Rock. Uh, Chris, what's his name? Chris Johnson. Is that his last, last name? John? Yeah. The Rock, in my opinion, is your high. I mean, he's just, he's, he shows up. Uh, he, he, the whole room lights up when he shows up. He's got a huge smile. He just, he's super enthusiastic and people, you know, outgoing. And, and I don't know if that's how he is in real life, but that's how he shows up. So think about now natural versus adaptive. That's how The Rock shows up. In real life, who knows? Maybe he's super analytical. Maybe he's, he's quiet. We don't know that. But uh, what I'm saying is I, adaptively, The Rock shows up as a super high I. So some of those characteristics are talkative, impulsive, emotional, uh, enthusiastic. And then when you think about having an eye on your team, they are people that motivate others. They have a sense of humor. They're typically peacemakers. And I said this earlier, they're your stereotypical salesperson, right? Like if, you, if there was, if, if you looked in the telephone book and it said, looked up salesperson and there was a picture, you'd see somebody flying down the road with a briefcase, with a big smile, with their hair, right? That, that's your stereotypical eye. But that doesn't always mean eyes are the best salespeople. And in many cases, they're just not because sometimes they can be so emotional that it actually harms them as salespeople. Um, and I want you to think about some weaknesses. Um, a lot of times with an I, you, it's going to be popularity over results, meaning the I may want you to like them. The, the liking of them may be actually more important than anything else, and you may miss out on opportunities because of that. Typically, eyes just do not have a lot of attention to details. Um, they can use gestures over gesture, um, sometimes touching 
can be a problem, and you know they may not listen well because they're just always talking about themselves. Now again, listen, there's, there's the bell curve, right? So you have one side of the bell curve, you have the other. So I'm going pretty extreme on both sides, but you know, again, uh, when, the more aware we are of these, then the more we can adapt and adjust ourselves. The worst possible thing you can do with a, with a, with a eye is rejection. Eyes are terrified of rejection. Like it's the worst thing you can do, reject an eye. Now, we have a very popular eye that hangs out in this club, Breakfast with Champions. Anybody want to guess who the eye is? No takers? Mm. Now, now, again, <laughs> I, I, don't, I know I'm only going by based on what I see. Okay, I, again, I don't know the person uh, deep down. Who said me? Who said <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm an I. Oh, Tash. Okay, awesome, Tash. Yeah, I I, you, I don't know you very well. I think I've heard you speak a few times, but I can tell you from what I, what I hear on this app, I would say Glenn Lundy is probably the biggest I I know. Like Glenn loves people. He he loves to. He's a great communicator. He shows up. He's got a ton of energy. He's got a ton of enthusiasm. Right, so I would say if you look at the Breakfast with Champions, I'd say Glenn is probably the biggest eye that I'm aware of. Okay, so now I'm going to jump over to the next one, which is the S. Now the S is kind of like the nurturer, right? They're the person is like they're steady, they're stable. It's kind of like the person on the team. They call them the glue sometimes, right? If you ever had that person that's on your team, they kind of you know help everybody keep the calm. They're always, you know, supporting this person, supporting that person, keeping, you know, keeping the D's and the I's from fighting each other and the, and the S's. And so a, a celebrity that I think is, again, I don't know her, but I, I think, do you know Jennifer Garner? I think Jennifer Garner, in my opinion, comes off as like an S. That's, uh, that's uh, oh gosh, well, who's her husband there? Um, not Matt Damon, uh, the other guy. The other guy from Boston. Oh, Mark Wahlberg? Ben oh, Affleck. No. Yes, ben thank Affleck. you, thank yeah. you, Ben Affleck. Yes, yes. So in my opinion, I think Jennifer Garner, just the way she carries herself, she's super kind of like quiet and kind of like, you know what I mean, nurturer a little bit. Um, just you, you can just kind of tell she's got that. She's probably a really good listener. Um, and just to me, in my opinion, she is the epitome uh, of an eye. So I'll tell you what, though, with eyes, um, they need to trust you. Um, eyes, if you want to be able to work with an eye or be friends with an eye, there, there has to be a high level of trust, and uh, they do not like confrontation. They do. It's the worst thing you, you can do is put an eye in a situation where there's confrontation. So they, they will. And, and the thing with an eye, too, is that they'll just smile at you. <laughs> they'll smile at you the whole time, and then as soon as you leave. I, this happened to me. I met with these, these clients. I thought I crushed it. You know, I, I, I went, it was a referral. I went, met with them. Sat down, talked about how great we were, and, and this and that, and you know, and, and and then I left, and I called my friend, and I'm like, you know, I don't know what happened. They didn't listen to me, and like they thought you were a jerk. I'm like, they thought I was a jerk, and they're like, yeah, they just thought you were a big jerk. I'm like, wow, I, don't, I just don't even get it. I'm like, I thought I was nice. They're like, well, yeah, they just didn't, you know, you talked about you and how great your company is, and this, you didn't talk about them, you didn't talk about their goals. So it was a lesson for me. You know, and, and the thing with an eye is, again, because they don't like confrontation, they, they'll just smile at you the whole time and, and say, okay, okay, okay. And then when you leave, they're going to slam the door behind you and say, what a jerk. 
I'll tell you the weaknesses for, for, for an, I'm sorry, an S. I'm not an S. I said an I. An S. The, the weakness for an S is uh, they resist change. They do not like change. Um, it takes them a long time to adjust to change. They will hold a grudge. They can be overly sensitive. And typically, they do not like Ds <laughs> for whatever reason. And you know me being, being a, a D. Uh, they think these have too much ego sometimes, and they think that these can be jerks. Now, listen, I've been doing this for a long time, so I, I understand the, these, the, you know, the, these, these behavioral uh, traits now. So I'm able to adjust and show up. And, and here's a tip. Don't expect the other person to adjust to you. <laughs> you have to adjust to them. So you want to know, and we were talking about this this morning, you, you have to know who you're meeting with and understand their behavior. And I've got one more, and then I'm going to open it up. And, and I'm gonna, there's a personality in here on Breakfast with Champions that I personally see as an S. Does anybody else want to take a guess at who is an S within the Breakfast with Champions crew? Any, anybody want to take a guess at somebody? Barbara? Barbara. Uh, it's, it's, I think Barbara's probably more like an ID or a DI. Like she's just really direct and to the point, and if you go on talking too long, she just jumps right in. You know, usually an S isn't going to do that. They're going to let you go on because they don't like confrontation, right? I'm going to say, uh, I Nate? think Dr. Rowe is probably an S. I'm going to guess. Wow. I don't know her that well, but I would make a guess. And again, these are just guesses, so I don't want to offend anybody. And again, we all, 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 listen, everybody in this room, like whether you're a D, I, S, or a C, we all have each characteristic. Every one of us, it's just a matter of which one do we show up with naturally which one do we show up with adapt? So like, think of it like this. If I walked up to you, and not that I'm going to do this, but if I walk up to somebody and let's just say I push them, push, the, push their chest, how are they going to respond? You can only respond the way you're naturally going to respond to something like that. Right? That's, I mean, you, you're not going to think about that. It's just going to be the way you're going to. So me, because I'm a past boxer, if somebody does that to me, I'm going to push them back. Right? There's going to be other people that they're going to respond however they respond. And that's probably not the greatest example, but, but you get it because you're not going to think. All right? So I'm going to say Dr. Rowan, and I'm going to go to the final one, which is the C. Okay, this is somebody that is motivated by correctness. They are compliant. Okay, I'm going to tell you the celebrity. Uh, remember Star Trek? Remember Spock? Spock from Star Trek. Give me a flash if you're, if you're a Trekkie, by the way. Any Trekkies in the room? All right, just Karen, that's it. No other Trekkies? Man, Credit Ninja, I thought you'd be a Trekkie for some reason. All right. Anyway, Spock from Star Trek definitely was a, was a high C. Super analytical. Accuracy is key. Um, fact finder, a precise, systematic. Uh, value to the team is uh, creating different perspective, right? Like, everybody could be thinking one thing, and then a, a C is going to say, well, you know what, let me, let me put something else on the table. Let's look at it through this, this lens, a different perspective. Um, they're going to gather information, and, uh, and they, they'll criticize, and they will challenge the norm. Okay, but here are some weaknesses. Um, they need clear-cut boundaries. Like, uh, a, a C can get stuck in the details. Like, they can do, <laughs> they can just get so stuck in the details that they never take action. They're always getting ready to get ready to get ready. I know I talked about this on my last, the last time I presented here with, with, with that um, uh, one of the, uh, uh, gosh, one of the uh, uh, car reluctance forms was, was, uh, was the, the person who's always never taking action. 
Um, so they're bound by, bound by procedures and process, and they get, get bogged down in the details. Um, C's will typically also, um, they're going to give in rather than argue. Uh, the greatest fear is criticism, and, uh, and, they, and they, they want to be correct. So if you, you know, a, a, a C is going to be very uh, concerned about being incorrect, where they may not even take an action or take a chance if they're not 100% sure that it's going to be accurate. So that can be a weakness for, for a C. And I'm going to say a personality in here that I believe, or a, a, a behavior uh, that I believe in here that is a, is a C, is I'm going to say uh, Sarah. I agree. Uh, Sarah. That's what yeah. I said. Who said that? Christina. I was calling Chris her name when you were speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, well, you know what? You need to see like that, right? So here's the cool thing. You need all these different people on the team so that you can create a really, really good team, right? Because if you had a, a team of all Ds, man, you're not going to get anywhere, right? It's just going to be people argue and everybody's going to want to be the boss. It's going to be tough. Get a team of all I's. Everybody's going to be just partying all day, having fun. Right, team of all S's, everybody's gonna just hanging out, loving on each other, and a team of all C's, everybody's just gonna be like, man, trying to figure things out, and things aren't gonna get done. So that's why it's when when you have a good team and it's a good mix of all of them, it works really, really well together. So that's kind of my little synopsis there on the D, I, S, and C. And you know, at another session, I will go a little bit deeper on each one. Well, here's my little tip. And then we've, we've got a few more minutes so I can answer a, a few questions or, or if you have a takeaway, I'm happy to hear the takeaway. But if you want to kind of find, and I'm, I'm guessing some of you already know what you are based on what I shared, but if you want a little cheat, like a little cheat cheat, here's, here's a little quick. Uh, so you can say, ask your best friend, if, uh, if, somebody, if you had to describe me one of these four ways, which would you say is, uh, is A, I am direct and to the point, and everybody should write this down. So the first one is, Number one, am I direct and to the point? Number two, am I uh, life of the party? Right? So one, direct and to the point. Two, life, and life of the party. Three, uh, am I nurturing, kind of like, uh, you know, like a motherly type figure, nurturing? Uh, or four, am I a perfectionist? So ask somebody you know. Say, hey, if you had a, if you had a, you know, uh, pick one of these for me. Am I life of the party? Am I, am I directing to the point? Am I nurturing, or am I just like a perfectionist? Which one would you say I am? And they'll tell you because they know you. And I'll tell you, most times, uh, 99% of the time, they're going to be right on. And then, and then here's the cool part. Say and say, which one do you think would be the second? Which is interesting. And you know what? When they pick the second. That's going to be your adaptive. So the first one they pick is going to be your natural, and then the second one they pick is going to be your adaptive. So I want to open it up. I don't know if anybody has a comment or or, or even a question. We've got we've got a few minutes left. I'm happy to open it up if you want to uh, give me a mic flash. I see floor mic flash. I see Tish. So let's go to floor and Tish, and then I think I saw TM as well. And if we have time, we'll get to a few more. But let's uh, let's just be cognizant of time. So, uh, Floor, you're up. Okay, David. So um, I was taking notes, and I was trying to go as fast as I can possibly take the notes. Yeah, and um, really fast. on the, <laughs> yeah. the compliant um, part, I 
didn't get what you meant for the fear for the compliant side. Oh, fear of being wrong, fear of making a mistake. Like when somebody yeah. is that focused on everything being accurate and correct, sometimes because if they, if they, if, if there's enough, if they don't feel like it's not perfect, a lot of times they won't take action and the fear shows up for making a mistake. They don't want to make a mistake. Does that make sense? Sounds like somewhat of me. <laughs> hey, that's great that you know yourself, right? That's amazing. Yeah. I think I'm an IC from what you said so far. Yeah, just, a, yeah, I see. So typically, the way it works is you, if, and, and I'm happy to share this with anybody who wants it. I actually have a, a, a paper disc that you can do. Um, it starts at the top left, and it, it's the D, and then the top right is the I. The, the, the bottom right is the C, and then the bottom left is the S. And it kind of goes in that direction. So typically, people are, are not always, but most cases, people are either D, uh, I'm sorry, I, D, D, C, C, S, or S, I. Or it can go the other way, D, I, I, S, S, C, or C, D. Typically, you don't usually see it, like you, you very rarely see a, a DS personality because they're just so polar opposite, right? Or an IC is also kind of polar opposite. So just something to think, and I'm happy to share this with anybody. All right, um, and I think, uh, who was next? Was it uh, Tosh? Tosh? Yes, thank hey, you. Tosh. Hi, David. Hello, thank you so much for sharing this. Is uh, Yeah, I've done this personality test before, and I've always been on that side of the, the right side of the, uh, the quadrant. So I've always been IS, um, except whenever I read the, um, the, the fears, I think they've got the fears and limitations. I always find that I am not um, the limitations. I don't, I, I, I'm not scared of change because S has got scared of change. I'm not scared of change. I love change. And at the same time, the I has got a limitation that um, um, uh, was, yeah, I've, Think there's something that I couldn't remember that I'm thinking oh gosh I don't but yes I'm normally the life of the party like yesterday we went with the family to about um, a friend's um, picnic and uh, life of the party I'm always having fun but at the same time nurturing so I like to ensure everyone is fed <laughs> have you eaten and clearing up and just clear make sure that you know did you this is fine we've left the the the, the grass all clean and cleared up. So yes, I do both. So I don't know whether I'm IS or SI. And because yes, like I said, there's something there that I, I'm, I'm all right with change. I love change. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know you that well, but I mean, the fact that you're, you know, you love opening up your mic and sharing here and, and contributing and you're well-spoken and, and not that an S isn't, but you know, eyes are going to definitely want to share and open their mic uh, typically uh, before an S is going to want to do that. So just something to think about and i saw tm flash as well and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up hey david a great session man i have taken this tm hyman speaking i have taken this uh test several times just like tosh and i know uh that i'm directing to the point but i'm not quite clear i can't remember the adaptive so i'm going <laughs> i'm certainly going to be asking some of my closest uh wh what they think uh, I, I believe it would be either the life of the party or perfectionist. But great information, great segment. Thank you as always, sir. TM and I'm complete. Appreciate you, TM. Yeah, and if anybody wants, just DM me um, through Instagram, and I'm happy to share a paper disc with you, and you can go through it, and you can complete that. Or if you want to get something 
higher level. Uh, uh, People Keys has a really, really good assessment. Or just go to Google and DM DISC, and a bunch of them will come up. Purchase one that you like, and yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun exercise. I would encourage you to do it. You know, do one with your wife or your husband. Have them do the assessment, and then kind of go over it together, and you can really have some fun with it. Um, if anybody wants to go deeper on it, I, my book, The Sales Playbook, we wrote it in 2015. I do have a chapter in the book on the DISC assessment, and if you'd like to get a copy, you can just go to Amazon and just go to search The Sales Playbook, or if you want an ebook, an actual real ebook that opens in an e-reader, it's not a PDF, it, um, just go to my link tree, which is davidhill.link. So all you need to do is go to davidhill.link. It's the first link at the top. Click on that. You can buy my ebook for only $6.97, and you'll have access to all the chapters, and there's also a chapter on the DISC assessment. That said, I am done, but I am going to um, do a reset for Mr. Glenn Lundy and his amazing vision here with the Breakfast with Champions Club. So if you learn from anything today, from me or, or any of the other amazing speakers today, I just want you to imagine how much you're going to gain when we get together in person in Lexington, Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, November 5th through the 7th for the Grow Your God Conference. I'm sorry, Grow For God Conference. Glenn Lundy will be celebrating the 100th episode of Rise and Grind, featuring so many of your favorite Breakfast with Champions speakers and spearheaded by Tamara, who is on the lookout for your 67-day challenge check-ins. So if you're one of the almost 1,000 people in this community doing the challenge, we're so proud of you. And if you haven't started yet, it's not too late. Just go to breakfastwithchampions.live. Again, breakfastwithchampions.live.live to grab the link and sign up now, and we'll see you in November. My name's David. I'm done for now. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.